Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, you see that I am completely solo today. For that, I am sad. If you're listening in, you are not going to hear John's voice on today's episode. I'm recording solo in the Chroma Creative Studio. It feels weird. I've got camera angles on me. I'm sitting by myself. I don't have anybody to talk to, but that's never been a problem for me before. So I think we're going to do just fine today. In fact, I'm super pumped for today's episode. (laughs) I had to throw that in for John. I'm really excited. So I'm doing kind of a bonus episode, if you will, today, and I'm doing it on something that is something I'm naturally passionate about and love, but I also feel kind of nerdy and geeky for, but I know there's going to be listeners who relate because there's people on Instagram who anytime I share any type of video related to the subject, I get the most views and comments and messages. So I know there's going to be people out there who love this, but today I am talking about cleaning and tidying and organizing. (laughs) I feel like I just like needed to like cue a laughter button right then and there. The guys in the studio are probably rolling their eyes at me, but it's fine. I love cleaning. You can call me a nerd if you want to, but it's something that is almost therapeutic for me um, to be able to have a tidy space, uh, to have a space that feels like uncluttered and clean and put together. And I know where there's a home for something like all of that just brings me a piece that my extremely chaotic and busy mind needs. Um, so I have always worked really hard at keeping a tidy home, but also that has changed very dramatically over the course of seven years and having four kids. Um, and clearly with a husband and the four kids and a dog and a bunny, like There's moments where things are at complete chaos and disarray and there's times for that and that's okay too. Um, But for the most part, I really do work really hard to keep everything put together and my family just functions better in a clean and tidy space to begin with. But it's also not like I can spend hours a day keeping up with it. I work outside of the home a couple days of the week. We homeschool, so we're literally living out of our house and doing all the things most of the week. Um, And I don't have a whole slew of hours in a day to keep up. Um, So I thought it would be fun to kind of share tips because I know there's a lot of stay at home moms, but also working moms and people who could find this helpful. But before I jump in today's episode, I want to give our community spotlight and that would be Miss Whitney. Her, she doesn't have her last name on here. So her handle is WMLS 22. She's been such a sweet encourager for a very long time. I remember when we were going through the decision of homeschooling that she prayed over me through DMS and just sharing what she had prayed for us to encourage us. And I thought that was so kind and sweet. She was simultaneously walking through the decision to are being called by God and led into seminary. So she was kind of going along a really big drastic decision of her own. And I was just really grateful that she took the time to reach out to me and prayerfully pray through that with our family. She's also a fellow book nerd. So we connect over books a lot, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I talk about books a lot because I read like four or five books a month because <laughs> it's also therapeutic for me. Um, but so anyway, Whitney, thank you so much for following. Thanks for sharing and all the fun things. And I appreciate you being a part of the community. Okay. So jumping into today's episode, I want to start off by saying, is my house clean all the time? No. Is my house tidy and organized for the most part? Yes. Do I spend all day doing it? No. (laughs) Have I found rhythms and routines and little tips and tricks that work for me to keep on top of it without having to like 
break my neck doing it hours a day? Yes. And that's my goal in today's podcast. I really hope that it helps you kind of find things that you can do um, to be able to alleviate some of the stress and like find a rhythm um, so it doesn't become all consuming and overwhelming and more of just like like a checklist that you kind of do on a regular basis, more of a routine in your system um, because it's just way easier to stay on top of things that way. So I'm going to kind of go through checklist type items today and share that and then kind of uh, share a little tidbit about each thing and how I do that. So number one is doing one load of laundry a day. I'm literally doing laundry for six humans. It's a lot of clothes, especially when you have a husband who's part-time a mechanic most of the time and comes home with multiple outfit changes because he's dirty and he changes like two to three times a day. Um, so if do one load of laundry a day, it helps to stay on top of it rather than having this like all consuming growing pile. Um, I know some people, I have a couple of friends who don't do that. They do the opposite. They have like one day where they do all the laundry and it's this ginormous mound And that might work for some people, but for me, that just seems like I'm going to let that thing grow. And then we're just going to pull clothes from it. Like nothing's getting put in the closet. Nothing's getting put in drawers. I need it to be done regularly and a system and continuous. So I do one load every single day. Our washer and dryer on our main floor, when people take off their pajamas and they throw them right in the washer, they get dressed for the day. When they get out of the bathtub, they throw their dirty clothes in the washer. They head up and put on PJs. Like there is a system and a rhythm that my kids and my family have that they do. And then also when it comes to folding and putting away the clothes is honestly where I'm the worst at. Uh, but my kids have become really good helpers. We sit down and we dump the, the load in the middle of the living room floor. And you have to remember if I'm doing it one time a day, there's not a whole lot. I dump the load in the floor. Everybody pulls their own pieces to their own pile. And then they take them up to their rooms and I've taught them how to put them away. Now, Emery helps out Jovi and Cree because they all share a room. And of course, Jovi and Cree aren't as good at it as the older kids, but Maddox and Emery can hang up their own clothes. I'm not a worry war about whether things are folded in drawers. Like I do not care that much. I just want it to be in its home where I don't see it. And so they're really helpful on being a part of that with me. So get your kids involved, give them some independence. They love doing it. My next tip is to have a home for everything. This one is huge. And I know that some people don't do this because I have a couple of friends who don't. And I joke with them about this, like we've got to get a system here because everybody knows I'm a neat freak. And so they don't take any offense to it. They just know it's how my brain's wired and I love organizing things. So I have a couple of friends who will always ask me like, how can I organize this space? Will you come do this for me? And I'm like, yes, let me geek out over your space. In another life, I would be my friend Chantel from Simply Organized. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you have to, like, it's so satisfying to watch her stuff, but in another life, that would be my job. (laughs) So having a home for everything helps remove clutter. And rather than having these spaces in your area where everything tends to pile up and get really like a monstrosity of junk, for example, the kitchen counter tends to be that for a lot of people because it's a most used space in your home. Um, so I know of several friends who have these spots in their kitchen counters where it tends to clutter up. But if each of those things had a home, that wouldn't happen. And that clutter going away alleviates mental clutter in your mind. It's like a whole scientific thing. I'm not going to get into it. But if you 
have clean, more minimalistic looking spaces, you tend to feel less anxiety and overwhelm in your brain. It's just the way our brain operates. Um, and mine operates on that on like a max capacity level. So I tend to have very few things out and homes for everything where I don't see them. Now I'll be honest and say that sometimes you pull up in a drawer, you're going to get like a Monica Geller closet situation. If you ever watched friends, she had that secret closet. Nobody knew about, she was super OCD. She opened it and like every, Everything fell out. Um, so I do have spaces like that. Like not everything's picture perfect. Obviously I'm human, but for the most part, everything has its space. So for example, if you have like, you know, a habit of like throwing your keys and your wallet on the kitchen counter because you grab it every day, maybe have a quote unquote junk drawer where you open and it's like where things go and get put away. And then you're able to find them easily the next day too, because you know exactly where you left them and there's no hunting things down. Um, another example of this is that we actually have, um, we have a designated playroom in our home, but kids toys tend to gravitate down to our main level, uh, because that's just where we all hang out. And the playroom is upstairs now, but I keep these really cute decorative closed lid baskets. There's really pretty like wicker baskets that we put their toys in. So they can keep toys in the living room, but it looks like decor from the outside looking in. You wouldn't know that there's toys in there until you open it up and see it. So if guests are coming over or, you know, we've got like a text message, like from neighbors, like, Hey, can we come over and hang out tonight? I can easily like run through really quick, toss things in a really pretty basket, put a lid on it. And they, it looks like it's perfectly put together rather than having to run everything up to, you know, the playroom or doing something like that. So just keeping a home for everything really makes a simple system for when it's time to put stuff away. Plus your kids can be more independent too. If there's a home for things, your kids can help and be like, oh, I know where that goes. This goes here, this goes here. They can go and put things in appropriate spots because otherwise they're just kind of left in the dark, not knowing where to put things when you ask them to clean up. My third tip is you need a basket on the steps. Now, clearly this is only going to work for people who live in multi-level houses with staircases. We live in a three-story house. I get so sick of having to run up and down stairs multiple times. I swear if I looked at my Apple watch, it says I climb like 12 flights a day because I'm running up and down to get things. But I've changed that by putting a basket at the bottom of our steps going up to the kids room. And then at the top of our steps going down to our like workout garage mudroom area. And the reason I do that is I just accumulate things all day long. For example, like a book or a blanket that belongs you know, increase bed or something random like that hangers that go in their closet. I'll put those things in the basket so that I'm not running up the steps 20 times a day. Instead, I just carry that basket with me up at the end of the night. And then I put everything where it needs to go. And then I put the basket back to start fresh the next day. So I'm really only having to do that once or twice a day. Or, you know, if I have to run up to pick up Cree from nap, I'll bring the basket with us et cetera, et cetera. You get the point, but it helps you stay on top of the clutter piling up. And rather than just being like having to run up and down a thousand times, or also just having stuff pile up. Cause you're too lazy to do that. Like me, <laughs> then you just have stuff everywhere. At least you can tuck it away in a neat, tidy little spot. And it makes it easy to take upstairs or downstairs with you when the next time you make that trip is tip. Number four is having a home for your paperwork. This is something that I actually am not on top of, but I'm working on organizing right now. Um, right now, all of our paperwork filing is up in the top shelf of our closet. So I have to get a step ladder, which is not in the closet somewhere else 
if I want to get up and get those and file everything. So I find myself dumping all of this paperwork on our dresser in our closet to be like to be filed later, but then it just like builds up until it becomes too daunting to even touch and I'm overwhelmed by it. So instead I'm getting a filing cabinet. That's my own like preference for what we have and how it will work best. But piles of paperwork can add to mental clutter as well. So getting the mail in and just setting it down in a spot bills laid out to be paid later. Um, your kids drawings that they made you all day long that are so sweet, but you don't need to keep every single one of them (laughs) for 20 years from now to look back at all of those things pile up and you have nowhere to put them. Paper feels like the hardest thing to figure out. So my advice is to go through all of it when it, as it comes. So my kids gave me artwork. I admire it. I love it for what it is. Sometimes I hang it on the fridge for a few weeks and let it hang there. And then it goes in the garbage. I know there's some moms who are like, no, I keep everything. That's great. I do not. Um, So going through that, you can even have a keepsake box if that's what works best for you and you're adamant on keeping those things. Um, Bills, when we get stuff in the mail, I go through all of it immediately. If I'm going to check the mail, I make sure I have time to go through the mail. So I run through everything and I have a to be paid stack um, by my desk. And then I also just throw away, you know, any junk in the trash. But going through all of that rather than procrastinating um, and just keeping up with it really helps. So I'm working on the filing system cabinet to be determined, but I'm in the process of doing that as well. Okay, this one might sound really simple, but I've said it before to a family member and they were like, oh, that's genius. So I'm going to share it anyway, but clean the shower when you take a shower. So many people like break their backs trying to scrub and clean the shower, but I'm like, why do that when you're already in there and then you could just keep up with it. You could literally do it every time you take a shower or you could do it once a week. I don't care if that's up to you, but I keep this little scrubber brush, you know, the ones that like have the cap that you can pour the soap into. And then it's like a scrub brush on the end for dishes. That's what I use. Keep it in there. Then you can easily just scrub out the shower while you're in there. It's already wet. And then you can clean yourself. If you feel dirty doing that at the same time, whatever, that's up to you. But it's just a really simple thing that makes it so much easier. I don't know. I think that's a really a really genius task if you ask me. And also kind of along the same lines as that, when my kids take a bath, I clean the bathroom because I'm already having to be in there and sit with them while they're taking a bath. They're playing, they're having fun. My hands are free. So I just go ahead and clean the bathroom while I'm in there versus having like a full on cleaning day of like doing all of the bathrooms. It just makes it really simple. I've lost track. I think I'm at point number six, but the next one is keep your main spaces tidy. So if you struggle with keeping up with the whole house, totally understandable. It's a lot, but you can pick two to three areas that are your major areas that you spend the most time in and make sure that you put an emphasis on keeping those clean. And the best way to do that is to start at the, from scratch and cleaning everything out. For example, your living room, you spend a lot of time there. Most likely our family does. So when I first initially went into kind of going through our home, I went through everything in the living room and I was like, what are things that we don't even use in here? What makes no sense in being here? What looks like clutter? What do I not like decor wise anymore? All the things. And I just pulled a ton, whatever I didn't love anymore. I donated or sold. You can give away to friends, whatever. I cleaned out the space and I made it a space that 
was serving us. I got the decorative baskets to put toys in because I was sick of seeing toys piled up in a corner on the floor for no reason. I got a cute ladder to hang blankets on, like doing things to make the space suit your needs and keeping those specific spaces tidy is the most important. Um, and the ones that you're living in the most, um, and just putting an emphasis on watching over those spaces. And once you get the hang of that, it's easier to kind of start going, okay, now I'm going to do the hallway bathroom. Now I'm going to do my bathroom, my bedroom, whatever. Um, but I focused on the main areas and keeping those spaces tidy. And that was the easiest for the kitchen. That is definitely our most lived in spot. Like I said, I homeschool, I'm making three full meals a day. And usually like, if we're being honest, like five snacks a day, because my kids snack like crazy. Um, so we're always using dishes. We're always making messes. There's crumbs always. The trash can fills up twice a day. Like it is what it is. We are living in our home and I love that. Um, but there's ways to stay on top of it and manage it. So I do dishes after every single meal because that's only six plates that I need to take care of each time, you know, or during the day, it's just my kids, it's four plates. Like you can keep up with those things rather than just like letting it accumulate and build up. And then the end of the night you're exhausted and you have a sink full of dishes. Like that does not appeal to me in the slightest. So I'm more inclined to just keep up with the mess as it goes and go from there. And I recently did something too. I didn't plan on mentioning this, but I talked about Chantel earlier with Simply Organized. She helped me a ton with my kitchen, with going through my refrigerator and my pantry. She reorganized it all virtually for me. And it's one, it's aesthetically pleasing as all get out. And two, it has made mine and my children's life so simple because I, we built it around functioning for our family. So snacks are at eye level for kids so they can help themselves. But at the same time, when I go to place grocery orders, I have specific spots for everything. I can easily look and see what I'm missing. Like all of it is functional for our family, but also extremely neat and tidy. So if you can make the splurge of having a, um, organizer come in and do it, fantastic. You can also find really great inspiration on Pinterest or elsewhere. It doesn't have to be picture perfect or Pinterest worthy. I just know that there's certain areas that that has been worth it for our family and a peace of mind for us. My next step is to not have a ton of cleaners. I know this is going to sound so geeky, but I know people who like have 57 cleaners under their kitchen sink. And I'm like, why? We just need one really good multi-use cleaner. It's easy. You grab it, you go, and you can clean everything with it. I don't want to carry around a caddy with me while I'm like tidying up my house. I'm more inclined to grab a spray bottle and a microfiber cloth and get to work. So simplifying the process in general like that, like that's where your brain needs to go when you're trying to keep a tidy space. So I have one multi-use cleaner. It's thieves from young living cat full in a jar, fill it up with water. It lasts forever. It's actually extremely inexpensive when you break down the cost. I'm not sponsored to say any of this. I'm just a big fan and it can clean literally everything. And it's a clean cleaner. So having one just reduces all the stress. If you ask me, my next tip is to tidy before bed. I personally cannot go to bed with a messy house. It just doesn't sit right with me and I won't sleep. I know I have a little bit of OCD in me, that's fine, but it just is how I am. So I've learned to do a really fast pickup whenever we put the kids down for bed. So after we do the dishes, we'll eat dinner. We'll all do the dishes usually, or I will happily do the dishes if I need a little bit of peace and quiet and John will take the kids off to play. And then once we've done that, I will run through the house really quick while John's getting everybody kind of settled. Usually he'll give them a bath and that's my time to like run around the house, do a really fast pickup of toys, toys, 
clutter, anything that needs to go back to its home. And remember, this is really super simple and easy because all I'm doing is putting everything in the places that I've already assigned them. So it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel each day. Everything just gets put away to its place. And then by the time I'm done with that, they're getting out of the bath. We go up and do PJs. And when I put them to bed, I'm done. Like I literally get to put my feet up and that's the best feeling ever. So we try really hard to kind of give each other, like he'll take the kids and I'll go do that. Or I'll take the kids and he'll run a quick tidy because he knows where things go too, because there's a home for everything. (laughs) It's so simple, but it makes things so much easier. So just doing that quick tidy before bed means that I get to sit down and put my feet up at the end of a long day or get to work on something, a project I'm working on. And then when I wake up in the morning, everything is starting afresh. Messes begin really early in my house, but we're going to stay on top of them all day long. And it doesn't build up from the night before, which, oh, that just gives me the chills thinking about it. So I hope this episode gave you some motivation and just trying to declutter your space, minimize the things that you don't need and find homes for things and just keeping a tidier space. Like my house, I will tell you, is not clean. Don't wipe a finger across anything like a bookshelf or anything on a regular basis, but it's definitely tidy and managed. And because of that, my family is able to function really well. And I feel like my kids are even more at peace having a space like that and they're able to help, which is really great. I want my family to be a team and be involved. And when they know the process and they know where things go, it's really helpful and easy for them to be a part of it. Um, but I hope today just gave you some motivation for being able to do that in your own home. And then when, once you do that, that's the hard part after that, it's not overwhelming anymore. You're literally just learning a new routine and a rhythm of what works for you. If any of these tasks that I've shared today have worked for you, or you've done them in the past, or you're going to implement them, I want to hear about it. So let me know over on Instagram on the modern tulip and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, leave us a review. If you're following on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Instagram. Follow us at the modern tulip and we will see you guys in the next episode.